This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome back to the Kaleidosphere, a Dungeons and Dragons play podcast. I'm your dungeon master, Nathan. Joining me are Grant, Zachariah Harrows, now with a new friend, Cody, Jack Rackman. Don't look at me. Stay out of my way. Pippin. Moriarty. Well, it's about time we plunder. Jonathan. Mitska, who is very fed up uh, with being on this boat with a bunch of assholes. And Alex. Clacker Volkson, one if by land, two if by tea. <laughs> Amazing. Wow. Moriarty here. I'm jumping off the boat now. <laughs> Join us on episode 18 of our first campaign, To Whom the Sea Belongs. Do you mean 18? Yes. Oh! 18. Really reaching there. <laughs> forcing, forcing the note. <laughs> so last week you set sail. Um, you were assailed by some harpies, which um, led to the death of one of the crew of 30 privateers aboard the... Um, Black Sparrow, captained by Elizabeth Chance. Oh, I love that music. Yeah, that's right, all of the sea, sea shanties and all that. After the uh, harpies were um, taken care of, uh, Zachariah, you kept the corpse of the uh, fallen sailor, whose name was Harris, and uh, uh, let's see what else. Moriarty spent a long time kind of admonishing their uh, cabin boy who's been trying to cook and doesn't know the difference between a pumpkin and an orange. So has been having a hard time with that. And uh, we left off right as the, uh, right as Elizabeth spies a sailing ship, apparently like some sort of passenger ship, and uh, says that it's time for some pirating. So I, uh, let's see details. It has been about eight days or one week on the open sea or since you have set sail. And that is where we are picking up. Yeah, Elizabeth shouts out, um, you get her voice. She's steering the ship clearly inebriated as she always is. So she's like, sails on the horizon there, lads, lasses, get your, get your guns ready, get your cutlasses, gonna be doing some looting. Mitska definitely, like, shakes her head and then just kind of sits down, like, cross-legged and is not gonna take part in any sort of piracy. Oi, you the turtle dragon, dragon person, that was part of the agreement for passage to, uh, West Annika in a timely fashion, so you're gonna help me do any, uh, pirate and I need to do along the way here? I can help more by healing anybody who is hurt than by helping to hurt anybody. That's confusing. Helping to hurt. I... Well, we'll figure this out later once I've had some hair of the dog. Um, <laughs> rescue, you ready to, um, board the ship? Aye, aye! Captain! Hoist the banners! Uh, the jolly... Are they all called Jolly Rogers? I really should have done some more preparation. <laughs> they're, they're not. They're uh, not all called Jolly Rogers, specifically like... the skull and the cutlasses. Yes, yeah. Are they just called flags? <laughs> yeah, I think you could just call it a flag. Colors. <laughs> colors, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Grant. Um, hoist the colors! And so a couple of the sailors start um, pulling down the um, Westanican Association of Privateers flag and replacing it with the uh, chance flag, which is black with the white outline of a uh, dicing cup with dice spilling out of it. I would lean over to uh, Jack and be like, I'm not really a fan of that design. It doesn't really strike <laughs> the proper like fear. You know what I mean? Like if I was a pirate, I would have a flag that was maybe a little bit more 
ominous. <laughs> well, I'm not much of a flag designer, eh? What, what would your ominous flag look like? Like mouths, skulls. I know, maybe, maybe, perhaps. Uh, Mitska, Mitska. Yes. Uh, do you have any graphic design <laughs> talents? Maybe you can make up for your lack of plundering by improving this uh, chance flag. Lack of plundering. Yes, I think I could. I think I could sort out something suitably gruesome. Be a grinning skull. Skulls. Just bones. Lots of skulls. Bones. Disgusting. Yes. Very horrific. <laughs> well, I mean, let's Horrifying. not. Make those words <laughs> seem a little strong. <laughs> Just the worst thing you can imagine. A nightmare in the flesh, but not really in the flesh, you know. Right. Okay. You're kind of going far with this. What if the cup was <laughs> spilling out like skulls? Like Elizabeth Kent drinks skulls. Well, yeah, I love skulls. Skulls are awesome. And I would pat Harris on the back. He'd like clank. <laughs> Is Harris like reanimated at this point? Yes. Okay. And I have uh, fashioned him to the best of my ability a hood like mine that would go very deep over. I can't I can't make the mask with the materials I have available, but he's covered. Right. Unless unless there were leather worker unless there was like leather materials on the boat that I could get my hands on because I do have proficiency with leather workers tools. Okay. I have pumpkins in the kitchen you could use to put over his face. A pumpkin head. That's amazing. Later, later. We're we're plundering. We're getting ready to plunder. <laughs> oh, captain, permission to put your cabin boy slash cook into a cannon and fire him at the ship. It's a much nicer fate than he deserves. Uh, that'd be funny, but permission denied. I still need to eat later. Also, did I, uh, my ears deceive me? You're, uh, insulting my flag? I spent a lifetime building up a reputation for that flag that is blown in the wind. You see the, the dice, the chance? Right. You don't know what's gonna happen. It's, it's, it's my, it's my thing. It's my brand. I mean, wouldn't you want people to know what's gonna happen when they see no. your ship? No, no, no. And she's, like, finger-gunning you while trying to maneuver the ship. She's like, you gotta keep him guessing. Am I gonna don't, murder them all? Want- Am I just gonna loot no. them? You don't want hostages to guess. You want them to be very clear what their options are. They don't know if they're going to be hostages. I might even just sail past them and... uh, Then why would they cooperate? I disagree with your brand. I disagree with your design. I'm sorry. I just prefer... I am not looking for your agreement. I'm just looking for you to rob those people blind. I'm going to rob them blind. 100%. So we're... we're we're poking out their eyes now. Uh, Yeah, actually, that's a good idea. Puck out all their eyes. I like that. Keep him guessing. Oh, great. Cabin boy. No witnesses. You know, I kind of thought it looked like someone was going to get lucky with the with the flag. That's how I read it. Now, Elizabeth, these are, like, not great people we're about to rob, right? Like, that was one of the deals. Like, what we did specifically say we weren't going to, like, hurt innocent people. I don't remember you saying that. I'm sure they deserve it for one thing or another. Everyone deserves it for one thing or another. It looks like that's just a bunch of random sailors. It doesn't look like they're ruffians themselves just gonna take all the loot right but you specifically said that you weren't like we're not sure what's gonna happen but um we're not going to murder them we're just going to waylay them it depends on how i feel for now just putting out their eyes is fine yeah i i don't i would look at my husband let's not let's not do the eye thing i disagree with the eye thing but then they might tell people that it was us but i mean it was us i don't understand oh deception no witnesses it's okay, I can just heal their eyes back anyway. That would be very high that. level 
high-level magics. These people can't afford that. Economy is not in their favor. That That's a good point. Well, what would you charge for it? A lot. I can't <laughs> even do it. <laughs> so, Jack, what do the rules of the WAP allow them? I know it's somewhat legal pirating. What Are there specific guidelines as to who can be pirated? What country are they from, Nathan? They are not flying a national or guild flag at this point, so you can't identify oh, that from this distance. They're, they're totally fucked, I believe. As you are getting closer, Jack, you can make a perception check to try to determine like uh, the approximate nationality of the people on board. Wow. A what check? Perception. Okay. A 13. Jesus. 13. Um, they they are... look like humans. Yeah, uh, you. they're mainly humans. You see a couple elves or half-elves on board. They are generally lighter-skinned or were light, lighter-skinned and then have like developed tans from their time on the ocean. So that would suggest like Westanikin, Stofhelden, or Arohavian. So what are the rules? Who are we allowed to waylay? I don't know precisely, but I believe that they shouldn't be attacking other Westanikin vessels. That seems counterintuitive to the Westanikin Association of Privateers. Wop. But if they are one of the other, they're probably 100% fucked. And the eye gouging is a, a nice, probably, uh, alternative to what probably should happen. I mean, we're not actually, it's just a turn of phrase, right? Rob them blind? I don't know, really. I think she wants us to. I got really excited. I got really excitable. And now I'm not feeling as good about this. And then as you pull up close <laughs> enough to shouting distance to the other boat... Elizabeth calls out to them, um, Avast ye landlubbers, I am sounding super intimidating right now, believe me, I haven't had so much to drink, I can barely, it looks like there's two boats. Drop your anchor and prepare to be boarded, we're robbing you blind now. I shout, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) The other vessel, um, makes no response for a moment, and then you see some of the crew members are kind of scrambling to load like muskets many of them have yeah many of them have um bows and arrows instead of like full muskets this is on on the the passenger boat the boat that you're pulling up to loot this is not oh it's a passenger boat now you do not see any like anyone who carries himself with like a military confidence or anything like that but it's not like a cargo ship it's a passenger it's like a we're train robbing is what you're saying it looks like you might be train robbing okay Jack, what's the just I just 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 the I'm whispering right now, but just the worst possible situation here. Let's just let's just worst case this real quick. Arr, the worst case would be we rob them blind, and then they tell everybody it was us, and then it ruins our reputation as sailors. But like, okay, I'm gonna go a little worse case than that. What's the least amount of people we need to sail this boat if we need to like get away and not do anything like terribly evil here? How many masts is the boat? I can provide four. Do you have the handout of um, the Black Sparrow? I don't see it in my no. inventory. Westport, Cliffsbury. There it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a big like boat. Three masts? Yeah, so it's it's a warship. It's not the largest warship. It's like on the smaller size for being equipped with cannons, which the ship does have cannons. It's small as a gargantuan vessel can be. Right. I mean, the word gargantuan <laughs> kind of limits that. I mean, 
quick mechanical side note, almost every boat is gargantuan because gargantuan is 20 feet by 20 feet or larger. This one's 100 feet by 20 feet. Right. Anyway, so it's it's um, three full masts and a half mast, and uh, the minimum number of crew you would need to have any sort of capability with it is... Um, we could take what we could sell very slowly. You would need at least ten crew for it to be functional. It currently has twenty nine crew. Ten crewmen. Okay, so Jack, just I, I just we need we need a safe word. Is everyone here? Moriarty, Mitska, Clacker, come here. We need a safe word. Are we in a huddle? I usually say pineapple. <laughs> I love that. pineapple. Pineapple works perfectly for me. So actually, that's my safe word as well. I use that uh, word more often than the rest of you. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> Less food-related would probably be best. Let's say pineapple fish, then. Because that, that doesn't exist. That is not as uncommon as you would think. Really? Okay. Okay, let's... what about what about wineapple? Wineapple? Yeah. Sounds delicious. How are we not going to get that confused with pineapple? It should. It, it, it's a staple fruit in West Annika. Oh, Jesus. Okay, what about... What about what if we do Dineapple? I like to believe we're like huddling right now and there's like murder going on in the background. <laughs> They're actively boarding the other ship. We can hear people screaming. Okay, so that's a good point. During your huddle, let's see, I for for the sake of the huddle, I will say this is happening kind of behind a couple barrels on deck so you're not in direct view of the other ship. But you can hear that some uh, there is some preliminary exchange of gunfire between the two boats. Uh, it does not sound like cannons have been fired, but muskets certainly have. Okay, quick. We're just going to use pineapple. I'm sorry, Moriarty. This is just a one-time safe word quickly here. Hopefully they they aren't transporting pineapples. But (laughs) if... (laughs) Nathan, don't listen. If... (laughs) (laughs) So if we can can control this ship with less than 10 people, and there's going to be some very terrible things happening right now, which I will not participate in. I don't think Mitsuko will participate in. We just... Worst case. Just a worst case. Absolute, like, plan Z. Pineapple means... We're taking this boat. Elizabeth Chance is going down. Are we all agreed? I hate to say it, but we need to say it quickly before we get into this. Whoa, that's, I mean, that's a pretty extreme measure, in my opinion. A full mutiny? A full mu- mutiny, yes. I don't I don't know if we could take them all on. That's a lot of people. Sorry, I actually had my headphones off so you could strategize. I thought you were done, but I caught the tail end of that. <laughs> <laughs> um... Alright, do you guys think if we boarded the other ship and this hot ship happens to just disappear, we could get these guys to take us where we're going? I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying this is ideal. I'm saying if there's an opening and if there's something terrible, I will not participate in what goes against the wheel. I'm not going to take life from these people. I'm not going to take slaves. I'm not going to change their... I'm not going to take away their ability to live their life. This is very important to me. Alright, so we just don't blind them then, right? Why don't you just sit out like Mitska? Is the other ship smaller than our ship? It is actually bigger, but nowhere near as well armed. There's no sign of cannons or catapults anywhere on this thing. Right. Yours has both cannons and ballistae. At this point in the discussion, you hear a massive, like, and you feel your boat kind of rock a little bit, and uh, then you hear wood splintering from the other boat, and you see kind of a crater in the side of it where a cannonball struck it. Nice shot. It is well above kind of the bobbing waterline, so this boat is not in imminent danger of sinking. Okay, let, let's go. Uh, just, 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 just know that if I pineapple by myself, 
And this is the last. I really enjoyed my time with you. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. And I would like reach out my hand to, I guess, Jack, who was the one who said he wasn't sure about a mutiny. Hey, I just, I, I'll, I'll do what I can. But a mutiny, I mean, we could get killed even just for talking about it. There was things than death. I understand. I just want you to know I've enjoyed my time with you. Captain Jack. Rackman. We'll see what goes on. Let's go. Hopefully not let it come to that. And so you break from your huddle and you see the two ships have pulled up alongside uh, so much so that you're within five feet of each other. Like you can jump from one to the other. No problem. Several of uh, Elizabeth's crew have already done so. Most of the crew of the other ship have thrown down their bows and arrows and the couple that had muskets have thrown those down. Several are like screaming in, in pain and holding on to like one of them is holding onto his right shoulder where a musket ball has like dislocated his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, another is clutching his leg. And uh, many of the others have like just kind of backed away with their hands held up um, after the show of force from the cannonball has like shattered part of the aft castle yeah. of this other boat. I'm going wherever Elizabeth is going. I'm staying close to her. Okay, she's actually staying on the boat, on her boat. She's So she, she has no plans to go over. It's just go get the stuff and come back. It looks like she's holding uh, the Black Sparrow as steady as she can in her debrated state. Okay. Well, I guess <laughs> I'll go over then. Me, me and Harris will go over. Okay. So um, Harris jumps over. He, like, chatters a little bit. His jaw kind of rattles at the first, like, the first time that he has jumped in this new form. Jonas is nearby and kind of glances over at Harris, and he's, like, clearly a little bit uncomfortable with the arrangement, but after the conversations you guys had over the past couple days, he's like, he's on board, he's just still getting used to seeing his friend in this state. Yeah, everyone's on board. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. A straight cannonball (laughs) kills Miska. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so as as you board the boat, you see along its prow a, um, an inscription, like the boat's name, in, um, Arohavian. So I think... Many of you know that language, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can see that this is uh, called the uh, the Blue Runner, and uh, it is a um, stuff-held-in ship. Uh, the kind of markings after the name identify its nationality. Um, the uh, Again, the crew are all cowed. Some of the uh, privateers are going around, like, roughing them up. None of them are just wantonly executing people, but they're making a show of force, kind of smacking around the people that they have clearly subdued at this point. Some of the others are going below decks, and you hear screams of uh, men, women, and children as they make their ways below decks. I follow. Okay. Um, and you see kind of the same thing. Like, none of them are causing, like... I mean, all, all of it is kind of gratuitous violence at this point, but none of them are just, like, butchering people. They're just kind of shoving people around, knocking them over. Sure. Slaps, not stabs. Right. Got it. Taking necklaces, ripping earrings out. Like, that's some of the more violent, like, invasive stuff that they're doing. It's like pulling pulling jewelry directly off of people. And, uh, you know, you hear them demanding in trade speak, like, give us all your gold. Uh, where's, where's the loot? Where's the rum? And uh, they're just absolutely pillaging everything that they can find. Is there anyone... Can I kind of look around and see if there's anyone who uh, isn't being, like, actively waylaid? I know they're all being waylaid, but you know what I mean? Like, anyone who's not being, like... Anyone who's not getting laid. No. <laughs> right. Anyone who's not specifically engaged with someone being robbed right now, or looks who they... Like, they haven't been robbed yet. You, since you're behind kind of the initial 
breach, you can't get to anyone who has not already been looted. But you can you can easily talk to someone who has already lost their possessions or speak with like another privateer, likely with their arms full of like pouches of gold and such. Sure. Can I look around and see if anyone's like hiding anything? Or like acting funny? Yeah, make a make an insight check. Got a nineteen. Nice. You notice a few uh, common or like passengers who appear really, really quiet for having just been robbed. Like there's no no like wailing, no protesting. Uh, there is a woman nearby who's yelling like, Give those back, those were my grandmother's earrings, passed down to my mother and then to me and uh, then one of the um, privateers kind of roughly shakes her off and knocks her to the ground and keeps going deeper into the boat. Mitsuke goes to check on her. Right. Okay. As I pass, I'd be like, you, you can't take it with you. And I want to approach people who aren't freaking out, the ones who are acting kind of suspicious. Yeah, so they're not like in a group, but there there will be a couple along kind of the... Again, it, it is like a passenger ship. It's like a mm-hmm. long, um, long distance ferry. So this this deck directly below the the main deck of the boat is uh, you know rows of lightly cushioned uh, benches uh many of them have tables kind of bolted to the floor in between them some of them are just rows of seats one after the other but people are either on the ground or crawling their way back into chairs just like some of them in a daze a few of them again like in a manner that is suspiciously quiet to you zachariah so let's um meet scale have you talk to the woman on the floor and then zachariah you can talk to the the more suspicious people so again she like crawls up from the ground and she's again just crying those those were my grandmothers give them back and the privateer who took them is already like much further into the hole at this point uh mitsuka's gonna be like it's okay i i can try to get them back for you but be glad at least that they haven't taken your life this is this could have gone much worse she um i'm gonna see if she has ever seen a dragon turtle born before because you look you're very calm, but you look a little frightening, so... On a roll of one, got a two, so... She responds to your comfort in, um... In kind, she's, like, kind of takes a shuddering breath and sinks down into a nearby chair, just kind of staring at her hands, and, again, in just kind of shock, like, this... this... this really happened to me? This is the kind of thing you read about? I didn't think... didn't think this would actually... we... we've been pirated! And she's going from, like, kind of initial grief and outburst into into more shock. Miska's gonna ask if, uh, it's like, is anyone else? Have you, how are you traveling with anyone else? My, my, my two sons, we were going back to, what, why am I even, why am I talking to you? You're one of them, you're one of the, get away from me. Miska's gonna say, is that any way to speak to a wayfinder? Damn. What, why, why is a wayfinder traveling with, uh, with these buffoons? Scalawax. I'm just doing what I can uh, to help people the best I can. Well, um, no, my, it, it looks that my children, she points to a couple, like, younger boys, can't, the older one can't be more than ten. Looks like they're, uh, they're not badly injured. Uh, c- come here, come here, boys. They're both, like, a little bit teary. Neither of them are absolutely freaking out. They're just both, like, really shaken. She clutches them close and she, like, you know, breathes in their their hair and then she looks up at you and she she says i you're right i still have my life i still have my boys but they need their mother right now so instead of yes. worrying about earrings maybe you should worry about your children yes yes you're right you're right and she sits them down <laughs> robbed and schooled <laughs> <laughs> damn and then mitsuka's gonna move along <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And so, Zachariah, you can see a man in his, like, mid-thirties, a uh, human man. He's just being very, like, still and quiet. You did see him get kind of pushed into a, a bench after someone took a coin purse off of him. But he's just watching everything, like, completely motionless. How you, uh, how you doing there? He he just kind of stares at you blankly. He's, like, trying to figure you out. Are you, um, your, your beard is on, right? You're... Disguise. Beard and mask is always yeah. on. The only people who know... I don't even think Mitska's technically seen... Nope. She's she's felt your shoulder. You guys have spoken about that, but... Not not your first time? Oh, I know. You got you you got something squirreled away there. Got a little... Got a little extra. I I most certainly do not. Uh, make, a, make an insight check. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, uh, he got a six. Critically failed. And you you believe that he absolutely has nothing squirreled away. <laughs> I put my hand on his shoulders like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then I turn to someone else who's being quiet, like, okay, so you. No. Um, oh, um, I had a plan that's not where. Listen, I, I don't mean you any harm. This is actually a circumstantial thing for me, too, just like it is for you. Wrong time, wrong place. Long story, not that you care about my story, which honestly, I don't really care about yours either, but I just need to know where the ship is headed. What? Um, uh... Simple question. Stoffeld. We're headed to Stoffeld. You can incite that one as well. Oh, really? Lion little bastard. Eight. <laughs> he got an 11. Um, he, uh, you, you're convinced by what he's saying. Like, he's, I'm, I'm being honest, I, we're, we're headed directly to Stoffeld. Post haste. Okay. Well, this did not go how I planned, so I'm gonna keep following them. Make sure they don't hurt anybody. Um, you should act a little bit more scared, right? Because the demeanor that you're carrying right now makes it seem like maybe you got away with something. That's why I approached you. So, since you don't have anything on your way to Stuffeld, you should like pretend, like, oh, I lost all my gold. Do the thing that the humans, do. I mean, people, that uh, live people, I mean, people do. <laughs> he actually starts laughing. He's just so confused by this kind of onslaught from this pirate who is coaching him on how to not be pirated. <laughs> just trying to help. Uh, it was good. It's good to meet you. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> and I, okay, goodbye. Um, the other three of you, what are you doing during this time? I like the salute there. We're already went to the galley to pillage <laughs> the stuff there. Uh, Clacker put some like cloth or something around his face, uh, so people can't tell who he is because he doesn't want anyone, any right. Arohavian people, to know who he is. The famous Clacker. Hmm. <laughs> Right. Jack's like, here, let me help you with that, and then you do me, because I don't want people to know it was me either. And how, how many other orca folk do people know? I don't know. <laughs> I hope I'm not the only one. Probably not the only one, but yeah, you're not like a super common race. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm just kind of going around, and I'm looking like I'm taking things from people, but I'm secretly sliding ten gold pieces to people that just got robbed. 10 gold pieces to each person in total in total like in total okay i like i'm just kind of going around like talking to people just sliding my gold piece oh hey there how you doing you know i know this is a real bad situation and i know you just got some some of your stuff taken but i hope this can help a little bit and i just kind of slide them slide them each a gold piece nice (laughs) um so moriarty you're down to the galley like to to take their food or just to kind of assess it 
Assess, take food. Oh, and I forgot to mention, he is wearing around his face the the shirt of the cabin boy from the other ship that he, like, hates so much. It's like (laughs) his mask. He's like, give me your shirt, boy. What? Just do it. And then he has him also following in tow. So there's, like, this half-naked guy walking behind him. (laughs) He's like, all right, well, since we only have, you know, so many pumpkins... We're going to need you to... You, you got to bring that barrel of potatoes over to the boat. Uh, now, now I said take it now. Yeah, yes, yes, sir, Moriarty, sir, yes. Oh, oh, this is so heavy. It's a whole barrel of potatoes. Potatoes? And you have many more to move still, so get them over. Uh, okay. And a couple of the cooks on this galley start protesting. Like, you want us all to, to die at sea? We're not going to make it. No, no, I'm not going to take all of your food or rations. <laughs> Does no one know how to fish? <laughs> Arr, teach a man to fish. That's what they say. <laughs> right. So, about about how long do you guys still have on your journey, your voyage? Well, uh, we're, we're headed to Stafeld, so... Um, well, that's well and good and all, but I, that doesn't really answer the question about how long the journey is still left. Right. Insight! 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 Insight him! Insight him! <laughs> just asking him! Insight Flat him! Out. I just insight want to him. ask! Fight! Roll I insight. insight roll it! It's just a question. Roll insight! Fight! Four! Fuck! <laughs> They're going to stop him! I am just trying to ask a question! Yeah, with an eight, you believe him? He is uh, apparently being honest that he is headed to stop held, and this cook says, um, uh, probably uh, another, um, Two, two months journey 60 days I mean we'll stop along the way but yes it's quite quite the undertaking oh you're gonna make port well then that means I can take a little bit more than I thought then if you're making oh, port oh no, no 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 we're, we're, no, it's no, a don't direct, be lying direct to me now. we're going straight you're to Stafford you have already said you're making two stops at least he just looks absolutely crestfallen Theodore grunts and a potato bounces down the stairs <laughs> god damn it boy Moriarty picks up the potato. I'm I'm sorry, sir. I'm trying to take all the potatoes. <laughs> gonna throw the potato at him. Ow! Can I retcon and have asked people like a, a, Can I have asked one person where they were headed and roll insight to see if sure. I know where it was going? <laughs> yes. Okay. Ah, oh, an eight. I'm giving you advantage because you're giving them gold. Oh, a fifteen. <laughs> it but doesn't even matter. <laughs> <laughs> they say we are uh, headed to Stafeld. Uh, I just wanted it to be somewhere else so I could just tell nobody where we were actually going. <laughs> just to torture the players. Right. I love exactly. Mario <laughs> already throws the potato at the kid. Mm-hmm. Ow! And then he'll like catch it and put it back in the barrel. But then in doing so, he drops the entire barrel and it stubs his toe. <sighs> wow. You see what I got to work with, boys. He's t- Moriarty's talking to the actual galley people. Yeah, the other the other galley people are like shaking their heads. They're like, "Yeah, we we don't send veal." Well, for a trade for those potatoes, do you guys want a barrel of pumpkins? I got like four barrels of pumpkins. Why would you need four <laughs> barrels of bloody pumpkins on the open Moriarty ocean? Moriarty just motions at the kid <laughs> walking up with the barrel of potatoes. I'm, Again, uh, you I'm see sorry, what I'm sir. working with right now. <laughs> I mean. Yes, you give us the pumpkins, at least that'll uh, be food that we can eat. (laughs) Exactly, I'm not going to be a complete ass over here. World's worst pirates. Though I do actually have to quote-unquote steal from you, so I need to see your best chef's knives. Moriarty walks over to the galleys, you know, picking through them. 
Oh, this one's a nice, this is a nice knife there. It's a nice knife. Oh, and a cleaver. Oh, that, that one, I like that implement. Right, yeah, you uh, you can easily find a, a nice set of chef's tools that would probably kind of upgrade the collection you currently have. All right. Well, once the kid gets back, Moriarty's going to tell him, like, another barrel something else to take. <laughs> All right. And as oh, and this Theodore... time, you got to bring a barrel of pumpkins back, because I don't want those fucking things in my ship no more. <laughs> right, so Theodore is, like, pulling barrels of pumpkins back up from the Black Sparrow, and... Uh, Elizabeth says, uh, what, what are you doing there? Why are you taking food back over there? That's not the point of, uh, piracy. You're supposed to be stealing stuff from a Theodore. What kind of pirate are you? Do I hear it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was, I was assuming you were there, like, helping him move everything. Or no, super- no, I am physically making this kid walk right. all these things I should say himself. supervising while he moves everything. When he's in between the ships, like, going out of the, basically, like, the, the galley carrying the barrel up onto the deck or wherever and then across and stuff that i i'm not near him during that part i'm scav- salvaging scavenging gotcha. in the galley. Okay. right do i hear that thing? <laughs> i guess not after he takes a couple barrels of potatoes he he doesn't come back so you've like gathered up your chef's equipment at this point and he he hasn't come back even though it's been plenty of time for him to good damn it all right well then scavenge around find some other good food stuffs and i'll bring a barrel of Something I've yet to think of. They have some nice uh, seasonings that the Black Sparrow has oh. been lacking. Yeah, this is like a nicer passenger boat. A sack of different seasonings. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing it back. All right. And then you let the order, what the hell have you been doing? I've been trying to get more stuff. Where did you do it? Uh, yeah, and as you like come back up onto the onto the deck of the boat that you're robbing, you can see him like kind of whining to Elizabeth. She's come down from the aft castle. She's yelling like, "That's not what you do as a pirate." He's like, "I'm I'm sorry. It's just what uh, Mr. Moriarty told me to do. Uh, he uh, Captain he 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 just told me that we didn't need the pumpkins anymore." She's like, "Well, I know we don't need the pumpkins. That's not the point. The point's the principle of the matter. You're supposed to take things. That's what we do." And I mean, you can, like, witness be, that entire exchange. It's going to be truly random, right? Like, the chance thing? Every <laughs> once in a while, she might unloot people, which right. is a new word I just made up. <laughs> right. Unloot people. Oh, it's, we're not, it's more, I just wanted space in a galley for not pumpkins. I suppose that makes sense. Well, throw the pumpkins overboard, then. Food for the fishes. And Theodore will say, yeah, y- Yes, yes, Captain, ma'am, sir, Captain. Captain. Now it is a straight loss. <laughs> and starts throwing pumpkins overboard into the sea. You're very inefficient. Just, boy, just just lit the barrel and push it over. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> You're being the most ridiculous go. thing right now. And lastly, Jack, um, do you want to kind of narrate any of your experience during this? Yeah, Jack's kind of sneaking around a little bit, looking around for, you know, those spots on a boat where you might hide something good. I'm nodding as if I do. I'm not really sure where that would be on a boat, but Jack would know. Yeah, there are places like under the stairs, you know, they might have it boarded up, but, you know, there's space under there and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, make an uh, investigation check with advantage. check. 17. Nice. So as you described, in that kind of hollow under the stairs, you do find a kind of a stash of uh, sacks of gold tucked away for a rainy day. Fuck. Uh, hmm. 
Just gonna walk around like I don't know that's there. Okay. And uh, then I'm gonna find the captain. Yeah, the captain is um has his hands like behind his head. He's standing like at the wheel on the aft castle, so you'd have to come like back up on deck. Yeah, I go up to him and I'm like, I say, "Or uh, what are you doing out here?" We're uh, on a direct, um, as as direct as possible. We're 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 just trying to get back to Starfeld. This is just a passenger ship coming from uh, Shikyodai to Starfeld by the most direct route possible. We didn't expect any uh, any trouble this time of year. Right, right. Hmm. Roll insight. <laughs> 18 Thank god 6 He is telling the truth They are oh. headed to Stoffeld <laughs> hmm. Nathan's a tricky little bitch Is what he is <laughs> He's doing the thing Where we will never really know The truth In the chat Jonathan typed um, The ship's name was an Arrohavian That's correct the nation of Stoffeld uses Arohavian and Arcathian as their like main languages. Damn it. <sighs> I thought I was like, wow, I was like, my listening comprehension paid off. Aha. <laughs> All right, you got me. Hmm. So you're just unfortunate victims of piracy, it seems. It seems, but I'm not really sure why you're um, asking me that. I mean, uh, you're one of the pirates. Of course, we're unfortunate victims of pirates. Like, <laughs> comes with the. The surf, I guess. I guess I just had this <laughs> feeling that you guys were up to something. <laughs> that was a good one, Nathan. Thank you. I uh, give him, like, kind of a nudge, and I'm like, I just could make this a whole lot worse for you guys if I really wanted to, so. How about you just let me in on any of your dirty little secrets you got right now? I, uh, I once killed a man. I was very drunk. It was an accident. Pushed him into the water, and uh, he ah! couldn't swim. <laughs> what kind of man can't swim who lives near the dock? I feel like that was his own fault, but it's kept me up at night once in a while. Yeah, I killed one of me friends that way. Yeah, it was a stormy night, and I was drinking with one of me crewmen, and he treated her cards, and I pushed him overboard, and when they asked, I said a wave took him. Right, right. Aside from that, I've tried to live an honest life of uh, sailing. You know, I don't go in for any of that uh, WAP stuff. Yeah, me either. I mean, not not that they would let me in. I mean, I'm a, a stuff held. Very picky about who can be a WAP. Well, you seem like decent folk. I'd like to think so. I mean, I don't know most of the passengers. It's just a ferrying service. Well, good luck to you on the high seas then, uh, matey. Shiver me timbers and all that. I feel like good luck is a little late in wishing, but thank you nonetheless. I don't know. I don't know how any well any other way I can say it, but it could be worse. A lot worse. There was a lot of eye gouging talk before we came aboard. <laughs> his hand kind of creeps up toward his eye. He's like, "Oh, I, uh, I see." Uh, but I think we, I think we calmed him down. Don't worry. All right. And as you all kind of do yeah, that, I think that's that. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to continue down, like into the hold with everybody. Okay. Because I do, I want at least, like, one souvenir of my first pirating. Like, I want to steal something. It doesn't even have to be great. I just want to steal something. Okay. Um, so you follow everyone else down from the, like, kind of main passenger area into a hallway that has doors on either side for a long way. And it's clearly, like, kind of the sleeping area. It's mostly 
uninhabited at this point. There's a few people who are kind of, like, held up against their walls. People are, like, going through the rooms looking for treasure, but there's quite a few rooms that, um, the doors have been kicked down, and they are otherwise, like, uninhabited. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna go- I'm gonna go all the way to the bottom where, like, the luggage would be kept, like, the cargo, and I'm gonna find something really cool. Okay. Something really cool, like... A Let's say, make an investigation Notable. check, and the higher the number, the cooler the random souvenir. It's not going to give you, like, a mechanical benefit, unless you crit. Ooh. Got a 19. So close. Well. Oh, no, wait, no. Plus seven. <laughs> yeah, I have I have pretty good investigation. Right. Um, yeah, so you can find, you know, like, the table of, like, 100 trinkets in the player's handbook. Mm-hmm. You can find something similar to that, so I'll, I'll let okay. you kind of pick... I get to pick my own trinket? You sure do. Oh, Nathan, I'm sorry for everything I've said to you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It doesn't necessarily have to be straight off of that D100 table either. It could just be in that kind of like vein of of item. Okay. Yeah, I think I want to pick up like some sort of like... (laughs) um, Okay, here it is. I want to find a wooden carving of a strange unknown beast. And I'd like to believe that I'm like, oh, this is nifty. This is probably unique. This looks like I had made my first ever pirate loot. I'm officially a pirate. <laughs> I, I like, I hold up this completely useless trinket to one of mm-hmm. uh, Elizabeth Chance's men. Look what I got. Right. Jonas is just like, uh, yep, you got that. I did. Good job, Zachariah. This is what we like to call booty. What is porcelain tiger? Sure. All right. And he moves moves on to look for, like, actually valuable stuff. Uh, excuse me. Other valuable stuff. Thank you. <laughs> this whole thing probably takes, like, 40 minutes, and then toward the end of that 40 minutes, people are... The privateers are piling back onto the Black Sparrow. They begin singing a sea shanty as they do. Something about, like, pieces of aid and gold doubloons. And they, they all pile back onto the, uh, the Black Sparrow. Some of them use poles to shove the two boats apart from one another, mm. and uh, the two boats go on their way. Good luck! <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they begin, like, counting up their loot. This is gonna take place over the course of, like, the rest of the afternoon, and as the sun sets, uh, the rum and ale both begin flowing, like, very freely, and uh, they begin their reveries. Uh, some of them start, like, playing darts with a board they've mounted up on one of the masts. Others are just, like, exchanging fishtails and things uh, things of that nature. Let me try that. Try that. Darts? I pick up a dart and I throw it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I get a bullseye! <laughs> you sure do. You got a crit. Oh, that was fun! Yeah, you get a bullseye. They all, like, hey! And they start, like, drinking to you and, like, clapping you on the back. Um... Oh, God, careful. Don't knock anything loose. <laughs> yeah, one of them claps you on the back and then gives you a really, like, slow look and reaches out to start trying to, like, prod your your clothing. Sir! <laughs> Slap his hand away. Hey, sorry, it's just you, uh... You, you sure you're okay there, mate? Oh, yes. I just, uh, like to keep it lean. And I pat my belly, which makes another clanking sound. Like, <laughs> I need to go. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay, then. All right. Well, that wasn't too bad. They'll be they'll be fine. Gaily and Corgi flit up to you. Corgi has taken on a new form now that you are... Because Corgi is actually a fae spirit. Now that you're on the open uh, water, uh, Corgi has taken the form of an adorable baby sea turtle. 
that can use its flippers to fly oh. through the air. Oh. Uh, wow. Disgusting. Does that make Corgi my cousin? <laughs> Given that Corgi is a fey, no, but oh, has okay. the appearance of being your cousin. Gotcha. And uh, Gaily just looks really, like, dejected. She's just kind of sitting on Corgi as, as Corgi floats in slow circles around the air. Um, what's wrong, Gaily? All those people lost all their stuff. I wouldn't like it very Arr. much if someone took all my acorns. It's just stuff. You get more stuff. It's like a game. When you're on the seas, you have stuff, you lose stuff, you take stuff, you give stuff. No one was hurt. That's the important. No one was hurt terribly. That's the important thing. Well, I was giving them stuff. They didn't even lose all their stuff. They they wouldn't have had to lose their stuff at all if you didn't take it. I mean, they still would have lost it, whether it be a hundred years from now or not. It's all very relative. She, like, glances away from you, Zachariah, and looks over to Clacker. Uh, you, you said you, you gave them stuff? Oh, yeah. You know, some of them that had already had their things taken, I gave them a gold coin. That's that's wonderful. That's, that's very generous of you, Clacker. Oh, well, you know, they... I don't think they should have had their stuff taken, but, you know, we need to do what we can to get the ride. But I didn't take their stuff. I just, I wanted to help them out. You know, that's, that's, that's good. You, you get the fairy boon. And she'll give you bardic inspiration for the next, uh, ten hours. 1d6. Oh. What is fairy boop? Boon. Fairy boon. <laughs> that's what I said. It's, it's what I gave you when you played hide and seek with me. I gave that to everyone except for Hudson. But now he's hiding and we have to find him. He finally learned right, that playing hide right. and seek is fun. <laughs> we are really going to great lengths to save our friend. Yeah. I like to imagine that around the same time she's talking about how fun hide and seek is, Hudson is like, um, there's something that happens with his hands. People who have listened to the interlude will know. Like, that's happening at the same time. <laughs> wow. But- hide and seek is fun. Sure, wherever Hudson is, he's having a great time right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, do any of the rest of you, like, kind of engage in the carousing, or are you just kind of off by yourselves? Uh, yeah, Jack's drinking as much as their, of their liquor as they'll let him. All right. <laughs> yeah, they're letting it, you know, obviously they've got to keep several barrels, like, uh, tapped up, because they've got to make sure they ration themselves, but they're uh, being a little bit more merry than they typically would. Finally, one of them... A sailor named Clark announces that they pulled in a total of 5,000 gold pieces from the loot. Wow. Holy Quite shit. And we all get equal shares, right? Because this is a pirate vessel, so. Uh, n- no, 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 no. When, uh, when Elizabeth made the deal with you to go straight to um, wherever it is you wanted to go, uh, West Annika, I think, uh, part of that agreement was that uh, you would help for free for us right, to get right. the loot. How you feeling about those yeah. pineapples now, everybody? <laughs> I'm feeling like I uh, didn't do as much as I probably could have on that boat because there was no cut in it for me. But I don't say that part out loud. That's the part you think. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I bet Jack didn't do as much because there wasn't a cut in it for him. <laughs> as the sun sets, you notice a um, kind of a break in the waves kind of forward into your to the left of the boat a little bit, so that'd be like a little bit north of, of the path that you're sailing. Looks like a small island, too small to have like any sort of town or like large settlement on it, but large enough that there are trees and kind of a stream flowing out of some of the mountains that make up the bulk of the island. Land ho, lads, lasses. 
What'd you call me? <laughs> she called you a hoe. Land ho. Oh. Land ho, Clackva. Clack, clack. He's clack, a water clack. hoe. Thank you very water much. Water hoe. Oh, no, I've been called worse. Y'all wanna uh, investigate? Uh, sail on. What do we have? It's like there might be some food there. Could be good. It's like there might not. I don't know. It's pretty small. As much as I like exploring, we're on a mission. We did agree. No side quests, everybody. What say the rest of you? I feel like we're going to be outnumbered no matter what because it is, you know, a 30-man crew versus... No, I mean, you're, you're part <laughs> no, of the agreement. No, no! Say it! No, remember, Moriarty, your part of the agreement is chartering the, the course. Like, you guys are kind of in charge of where we go and where we stop. Unless we're really low on supplies, I'll overrule you, but you want to oh. keep sailing, like, only did things you got to... they on water before they left? Yeah, I mean, water um, is not ideal to drink on a boat because it gets contaminated more easily than alcohol does. That's why, like, rum and ale are so, like, easy to access on a boat. So there is some water, but most of it is saved to be, like, boiled for cooking and stuff. So how much water do we have? (laughs) I was only talking because I was like, what do I have to use for cooking? (laughs) Gotcha. I'm, uh, I'm assuming you have enough water to cook sufficient meals for three weeks. It has been one one week, so you've got enough water for two more weeks. Alright. I don't mind if we land whole, but I leave it up to the others to decide. We have to keep going. <laughs> what I know, but I was just saying, I let the rest of the group decide. I don't give a shit which way we go. I mean, I hope we go get Hudson. That's, that's the priority, but... You need to work on your middling, sir. Be decisive. <laughs> yeah, I say we keep sailing. As much as I'd love to stop, even if we found the biggest treasure chest ever, I mean... Well, you got a point. <laughs> oh, but we weren't pillaging, so wouldn't a treasure chest be ours then? I don't know, would it, Captain? No, that's kind of a gray area, actually. We, we didn't really discuss that. I think uh, we split it uh, 50-50 between you lot and my crew. And then... Within each crew, however, you oh, also are you making it so hard for me. Are we agreed no side quests. I was hoping you'd make it easy. Vote and well, it seems Hudson's reasonable. Like, it's not strictly piracy, which is what we agreed on. Oh, you know, I think we should just keep on sailing. We already, I mean, we saw those rocks, and those, that didn't go too good for me, so I, I want to just keep going. <laughs> yes, well, I did abandon Master Kenawan and the whole city to perhaps perish so we could go find this uh, one apparently special person to you so perhaps maybe we don't delay and you know maybe we can make it back in time to Ah. prevent everyone from turning into horrible monsters he's pretty special he did have the longest uh, telescope Uh, spyglass spyglass that you ever did see (laughs) (laughs) seemed to get shorter by the day but I bet it was cold outside, so that's why it looked short. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't really that big. <laughs> well, it was very nicely decorated. <laughs> you know, it's not about the size of your telescope. It's about the skill with which you wield it. <laughs> Had a very shiny lens. I don't even have a telescope. A spyglass. <laughs> Sounds like we're gonna keep sailing then, right? That's... 3.5 to 1.5 favor uh, sailing on. Yes. Yeah. Alright, yeah. right, well, here we go. And she'll direct you kind of around the island to be sure you don't like run into a reef or a sandbar. Um, 
And uh, let's see, night falls, and so you can all take a long rest at this point. So the sun sets, the moon rises, it glitters on the uh, on the sea around you. Stars twinkle in the waves, twinkle overhead. It's a clear, clear night. You can all get a long rest at this point. You can also kind of narrate if there's anything in particular you want to do. Jack, in particular, is there anything you want to do before you bed down for the night? Uh, nothing in particular. All right. So you've got like the whole hammock get up on the on one of the lower decks. Um, uh, everyone's like kind of strung up in rows of hammocks, and the crew will take shifts. Jack, as you as you fall asleep, um, you feel kind of a spray of mist over your face. When you uh, blink, you see a sort of familiar, surreal dreamscape, as it were. Um, you're on a rocky shore, and there's this massive uh, tidal wave thundering toward you. And I do mean thundering, because it's both the roar of the waves and the roar of the storm clouds above. And they form into a... Uh, into like the face of a bearded man uh the clouds and the sea uh, like the sea foam in the waves merging and he says jack rackman what have you brought me here for again i i i'm trying to do what you told me i had hoped you would steer the helm of the world from disaster but you have abandoned your city or a city in peril for one man. We need Hudson. What is so important about this one mortal that you sacrifice tens of thousands in the city of Cliffs Bay? Why can't we do both? <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only you could. If only there were never a hero's choice. Hudson's my friend and he saved my life. I owe him. I... Uh, respect that, and yet I fear the repercussions. Perhaps not all is lost yet. Perhaps it is. We will return to Cliffs Bay. I swear it. As, again, the wave is kind of paused where water continually keeps the wave, like, keeps forming the wave so it's still in motion, but it's not crashing down on you. And sea spray kind of bursts up over either side of this man's um, face, and it looks like it almost gives him, like, moose antlers for a moment. Um, the foam kind of hovers in the air for a minute and then dissipates. And he says, I do, I do admire your creativity. I, I hope that you are able to both rescue your friend and the lives of the innocent. I will not demand a specific path of you. I believe that independence is what makes sentience worthwhile. Yet I do fear the repercussions of your actions. I have been uh, trying to... Uh, equip you with the tools you will need for the uh, stormy seas ahead. I hope you find these uh, alterations welcome. I find them amazing, and I I can't have asked for more. I, I, I've always wanted magic powers, and I've only ever, ever been able to cast minor, minor cantrips and the like. So this, this boon that you've given me is quite remarkable. I hate to beseech you any further, but would it be possible for you to give us swift passage over the oceans, to get to Hudson, and we could return to Cliffs Bay faster? The crowd goes wild. I'm not sure what kind of check that would be. 
It's beautiful is what that is. That's is. some amazing RP. I'm like, I have chills. Certainly. Let's, um... Religion? Are you, yeah, are you proficient in religion? No. Okay. Well, so it's going to be a straight charisma check. I was going to do charisma uh, charisma religion for that. So, straight charisma, charisma. check. DC... Uh, I'm going to uh, use 20. my inspiration. All right. Ah. Mm, okay. So, his response is, um, Oh, child, if only it were that simple. I will do what I am capable of as a divine, near-omnipotent god in a communal and harmony with many other divine and nearly omnipotent gods. It is a delicate dance. I will tug strings ever so subtly, and I will help in what ways I can. For now, I will contribute more fully to... Um, the gifts on which I have bestowed you, and I hope that they may serve you well. And then the wave, rather than crashing down on you as it did last time, it just kind of dissipates into the ocean, leaving you... The The sky is still stormy overhead, but um, the, uh, the rain has stopped. There's just kind of a gentle sea spray from the waves lapping up against the rocky shore. And you hear kind of a... Um, from behind you. And you can turn and see a moose chewing on some tough like seagrass <laughs> what it looks up at you like on this like rocky shoal that we're on yeah so it's like it's it's um a really ragged shore leading up to kind of a forested island or coastline and so the moose has kind of come down from the forest and when it looks at you its eyes hold uh, the wisdom of ages and spark briefly with lightning and you get the sense that this is, in some way, the same person who was speaking to you from the clouds. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for everything you've done. The moose just kind of nods and licks its muzzle, munches on some some more grass, and eventually your dreams kind of... You might, you might linger there for a while, but your dreams merge into the less supernatural and more typical kind of ramble that dreams take. Sure. A, a boat full of mermaids sails up and goes, Get on board, Jack! <laughs> what off we see why are you in a boat? <laughs> <laughs> this is a dream, Jack. Don't worry right. about it. The boat's full of rum. <laughs> Where'd that moose go? <laughs> Eventually, I yeah, I'd wake up and think to myself, "Ah, shit, Zachariah was right." <laughs> Before we get to the morning and before you wake up, does anyone else have anything they would do over the past evening? Uh, you said, what was it to get rid of my vitriol floaters? Oh, yeah. Um, it That would be a charisma check, DC 18. DC 18, oh boy. I think for no particular reason, uh, Mitsuka is just going to you know, put her hand on Clacker and cast Guidance. Um, so Ooh. he can uh, roll a d4 for that. To and I have I the will. Bardic Inspiration. Yeah, I was going to oh, remind you, baby. the Fairy Boon is going to expire pretty soon. Okay. Nice, get rid of it. Let's see. Uh, you said just regular roll, right? Charisma, or uh, with charisma. advantage? Um, okay. No no advantage, just regular. All right. Uh, a 7 plus the D4 plus a D6. Yeah, against okay. DC 18. So impossible. impossible. I think that's impossible this <laughs> time. I'd miss no, five. If I rolled perfectly, I'd have just one under. Wait, did I say oh, no. D4? I meant D10. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, did um, given, given that it is such a minor inconvenience mechanically, that's why the DC is so high. So that's kind of how I fluctuate those. Like if it's a more punishing thing that you get at three fourth sanity, then the check to get mm. rid of it is going to be lower. Got it. I will say though, if like you still have this condition when you devolve into half or one quarter sanity, the vitriol floaters are going to get a whole lot worse. So there will Got be. It mechanical detriments at that point. Okie dokie. Oh, you're a mechanical detriment. <laughs> <laughs> Redcon, so all those eight days we were resting, can I roll- No, I'm kidding. Let's keep going. <laughs> um, there's there's gonna be, like, two more weeks at least on the sea, so you'll have more chances. Alright, y'all remind me to uh, roll for those. Gotcha. Because <laughs> yeah. I will forget again. <laughs> Do I need to tell you that I'm casting Animate Dead at the end of every day? every day or can we just assume that unless i say otherwise we can assume that as long as there's no question about completing a long rest that you're doing that if there's like if you're in like another wilds of pincher house situation i might ask you each time there's a long rest but otherwise we can assume it's, it's happening deal basically i'm marking that spell slot off of my sheet i'm casting it at, at the end of the day Mm-hmm. Mechanically, because if for some reason I run out of spells, I'll be prepared and not die in my sleep. But okay, I see. So, can you remind me and the potential listener real quick how Animate Dead works? Yeah, absolutely. So, the way that Animate Dead works is I can cast it to assert my control over a pile of bones or a pile of disgusting meat, or I can use the spell to reassert control. I can only assert control over one creature, but I can reassert control over four creatures. So at the current level, I can have up I can have four skeletons or three skeletons and a zombie or whatever that looks like. And if for some reason I don't cast Animate Dead again, uh, I lose control of it. So um, there's kind of that do you cast it at the beginning of the day or the end of day? Um, I prefer casting it at the end of the day because it's not too hard to put these things out of their misery if for some reason I'm up against, like, I have to use this spell slot. Whereas if I cast it at the beginning of the day, the spell slot is spent. So that's why I'm making that decision. There's, it's a, just a minor little thing. And so if you lose control of it, does is it no longer animated or does it have autonomy? It has autonomy. Nice. I mean, it just is no longer animated. No. Yeah, yeah it... it, it this this creature has been raised from the dead, and I control it as long as I'm casting Animate Dead on it. Um, if I lose control, then it's just a mindless zombie. Okay, so mathematically, in order to reassert control over up to four, mm-hmm. you would have to animate four separate ones at different points, right? Correct. Okay. Yep. So the way that Necromancer plays is I essentially don't have third level spell slots because I always need to be able to uh, bring one back and reassert. So... Um, I, I kind so of collectively over four days, you could you could add up to four skeletons. One animate dead reasserts control over up to four creatures. Right. So yes, hypothetically, I could have more. I could have eight if I wanted to spread that out. But then I would be not able to bring on any new skeletons, and I'd be balance. I'd be juggling, which is right. kind of scary. Got it. Okay. Cool. All right. So you do that the night before the long rest. Anything from Mitska, or uh, should we move on to the dawn? Yeah, I don't think she does anything super exciting tonight. Just kind of sleeps, chills, meditates perhaps a little bit. All right. And um, the morning rolls around. I imagine Moriarty is up early um, explaining to 
Theodore how to actually scramble eggs and not do whatever it was that he was doing. Yes, he's indeed. Yeah, when um, Jack wakes up, I'm not sure who would speak to him first, but Jack, you no longer have any semblance of human teeth. Right. They are all uh, narrow and sharp and pointy. Um, yeah. Same. (laughs) (laughs) They're similar. Jacks are more, like, needle-like. Like like the difference kind of between a dog and a cat. Jack, you're looking good. Did you do something with your hair? You look wonderful. Er, yeah. It's a new look. What is it? That's what it is. It's my hair. Oh, yeah. I love it. Keep doing it. Thank you. I, like, hold my hand over my mouth. It's that weird thing that happens, you know, when... People who, like, don't have teeth, they have that weird, like, I don't know what you want to call it, weird, like, saggy cheeks thing going on. And then, like, now I have, like, dentures mouth almost, like, big, giant, pointy teeth where it's, like, I- I'm not used to having them yet. So my, I, right, I'm, like, moving my, t- my jaw around a lot. I would have just bit my tongue. <laughs> D4 damage, please. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Well, this is what they said would happen at the fungal crags. <laughs> um, I, do, do not... I, I think they look great, but if you don't like them, I could help you. Help me how? Well, I don't technically have my tools with me, but if I were to be able to get my hand on some woodcarver's tools, I could make you some wooden teeth. I've seen pirates with wooden teeth before. You could put your teeth into the teeth and just look like a normal pirate with wooden teeth. It's, not, it's very common. I've seen, I've been on many boats. Like a wooden grill. <laughs> I don't know what a grill is. <laughs> but yes, I could, I could whittle you some, some teeth. I, I don't know. It, I mean, I didn't look great. Let your freak teeth fly, is what I say. It's a saying I've always said. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Go ahead and start working on those. Might as well. I mean, hopefully. I just need to get to port. I need to get some new tools. I've left many of my things behind. Uh, well, I, I I guess I'd appreciate it. Done. This is what Elizabeth did this. I'm doing finger guns. Elizabeth did this to me. I don't know what it means. Is this good? It seemed friendly. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> not bad. It's not good. It's, it's, well, it's weird. When I point my gun neutral. at things, I'm trying to kill them. I'd say it's like chaotic neutral. Oh. What's funny is I could actually hurt you with this. The gun is actually just like a focus. I don't have to point it at people. It just seems normal. <laughs> Are you pointing your real gun at me? No, no, my <laughs> finger guns. I'm just saying I don't have to point my gun at things. It's just a fo- Don't tell anyone. What's secrets? My gun's not real. It's just a focus. It's an arcane focus. And I can't gun spells. doesn't work. No, not at all. I, I I show him the gun and I hand it to him. It's ridiculously light. Like, it's basically <laughs> built around this, like, arcane focus. I'm like, it don't tell anyone, but I've never shot a gun in my goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it sounds like a bell. Have you not heard it? Yeah, I have. It's because it's, it's not a gun. Secrets. I have many <laughs> secrets. And I tell them all to you because we're such good friends. I hand it back... And I ask, um, hey, ever heard of a weird, uh, moose god nature, mo- it's lightning and, 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 and it's got a giant face made out of water and, and clouds. You ever heard of that? Does this moose got you loose? God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would kind of pick 
uh, some of my notes out and kind of juggle around this like leather binding all of these uh, my spell book and some other notes that I have I'm like okay, moose 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 okay yeah moose uh, uh yold does that sound familiar I mean yeah I guess in passing I'm not very religious um well I mean he's a very important moose uh uh, yeah, I would relay that, um, so this is Yold, who's like spiritual king of the other gods, so god oh, of gods wow. here. Um, neutral good, so I guess that kind of explains him kind of directing without demanding of you earlier. I don't know, Grant knows that, Zachariah, doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know much. I mean, this is more of like a profile. I, I, have, I have his trading card. <laughs> right. It's right. holographic. With, with a thirteen <laughs> on your religion check, I would say there's there is certainly more lore to Yold, and Zechariah would be aware that his knowledge is fairly limited, and that there's there's more to Yold than what he knows. Right. Sure. Yeah. I just I just have the trading card, so this is alignment, <laughs> domain, things of that nature. Very interesting. Hey, what do you uh, ask, Zachariah? I, I think we made a huge mistake leaving Cliffs Bay, and I think we might oh, have terrible. fucked up big time. Oh, yeah. It was a massive mistake. Do you think Hudson's okay? I hope so, because we no. made a massive mistake. He is not okay. <laughs> I mean, it was an impossible decision, right? I mean, we're not causing the problems in Cliffs Bay, so morally, ethically, do we have a responsibility to stop it? I mean, it's really... Tearing me apart. I don't I mean I didn't know as feel like I did before, and now I feel like I do. Now you feel like you do. Yes. I, I mean it's it was an impossible decision. Crew or world, hero or friend. It, how do you choose? I don't know. All I know is Hudson would have done it for me, and that's why I'm on this boat. Probably not, but I <laughs> <laughs> And he would have said that he it's wouldn't, because like, he's jokes like that. Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I Sorry, I was just speaking normally. Mm. <laughs> and I mean, to be totally fair, we weren't making that much progress on Zogjagonko. <laughs> kind of chased our tails around in a circle for a while. Well, I'll tell you a secret. I keep having this weird reoccurring dream that that uh, old guy comes and yells what? at me that I'm not living my life up to standards. Oh, well, I mean, I would say what we're doing is inherently selfish, right? So... You think about doing good things for people you like and bad things to people you don't like, like piracy in general, right? So we're taking the route of we like Hudson, so we're going to help them, and we don't know these people. We don't really know Cross that well, so we're not going to help him. So we're not really doing good, per se. We're doing what I would call neutral, if, if we have to call it something. We're taking a selfish action right now. Um, so you're friend here, your old dreams that you're having. You probably just heard this tale as a child, right? And so you're you're subconsciously putting all of this together. It's not like Yold is actually visiting you. I mean, maybe that's it. I mean, I've heard that word before somewhere. Right. I mean, it would be crazy to think he's, like, coming to you in a dream. <laughs> but... I don't know. I mean, the reason you're having these thoughts is because Yold is a good entity. And what we are doing is by definition not good. It is neutral. It's not even neutral good. It's kind of just neutral. Like, we're literally following our own desires. Well, you've got me there. I don't have a problem with neutrality. I'm just saying, your deity is good, and this is not 
truly on the grand scale of things. If you were to visualize scales, uh, no. <laughs> Hudson is not worth the a city full of innocent women and children and animals and those beautiful rats with two mouths. Aye, that's true. But to us, Hudson wins. <laughs> so maybe you should have dreams about a more neutral god. Well, it's not up to me. I would prefer to have the dreams about the mermaids. The dreams about the mermaids? You don't have those ones? Those are also reoccurring dreams of mine. <laughs> I, I have never dreamed. I've only read about dreams. So it's kind of one of those things where like, I kind of think I understand what's happening, but I've never experienced it. So it's more of like a sympathy than an empathy thing. You know, that's probably why you don't care for the flesh so much, because you've never experienced the joys of such things. Dreaming can be rather nice. It sounds terrible. You just said you <laughs> dreamed of a moose and now you feel bad. Yar, yes, but, you know, last week I dreamt that I was in a sea made of jello. That was a pleasant dream. Up until the giant jello squid attacked me and I had to kill it with my laser eyes. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Listen, I, I mean, I do have sort of a plan. I mean, because, albeit we're taking the selfish route, and we do have to come to terms with the fact that we might have killed a lot of people with an action. Um, hmm. I'm Perhaps. hoping that when we get to where we're going... Yol we didn't seem to think that we could do both either. <laughs> Which is a... We probably can't, but there's a chance, because... And I pull out my notebook, and I flip open, and I show him the teleportation circle from Kraz's lair. Hmm. I might have a way back. How much do you think it'll cost us to hire, hire a wizard? Uh, probably, like, I don't know. And maybe maybe I'll be able to learn the spell by the time it matters? I don't know. I'm just saying. Seems like a pretty complicated spell. It is, right. But, I mean, I'm very smart. But listen, I all I'm saying is there's a small chance if we were to roll the bones as they speak. There's a small percentage chance we get back much faster than we came. Right. Hey, you know, I asked Yol to help us, but uh, he said he was really busy. So I don't know if that's gonna... <laughs> what actually makes sense? Uh, have you ever heard that a butterfly's wings flapping in West Annika could cause a tidal wave in Stuffold? No. Could it? Then I don't know how to finish this. <laughs> well, Is it's that just saying thing? that... It's just saying, if, if this entity, which you read about when you were a child, and it's coming to you subconsciously if I, now. if I flap my coat like this... Well, no, no, don't take random actions. Don't do that. <laughs> That's Gay, Gay Lee, like, comes up and starts doing the same thing. Stop it! Everyone stop flapping! Are we destroying nations right now? <laughs> Gay Lee, destroyer of worlds. Okay, have you ever played dominoes? Yar. Okay. Yes. So... Basically, the idea is that any small action can fall over and cause a picture. You're looking at one domino. It doesn't seem like a big deal, but picture millions of dominoes, right? A small action could have large consequences. So your god, being neutral good as he is, is probably unlikely to take some sort of like massive intervening action unless we were able to perhaps prove to it that there would not be negative repercussions, which so far, all we have done is rob people on this journey. So, which is an evil act. I'm just saying, if he's a neutral good entity, it makes sense why he wouldn't want to intervene unless we were able to prove... Why do you that, think he picked me? I have no idea. I mean, no offense. I mean, what happened to your boat? Did you do something? Did you make it a got eaten by a goddamn vortex? I don't know how many times I have to tell you this. 
but are you being completely honest about the vortex? I am being completely honest about the vortex. Inside. No subterfuge. Have you tried? Have you tried like? Have you tried like meditating though? Like maybe there's something you're not remembering. Like maybe if you sat very still and were to focus on the waves, left, right, the swaying of the waves, maybe you could tap back into those memories, and maybe you're not recalling everything. Meets guy, is that something you could help me with? Perhaps, perhaps not. Depends on the recipient, you know. I mean, I'll try. We've got two weeks. All right, then. I suppose we have nothing better to do. Do you, um, Mitsuka, somewhat familiar with clerical religious magic, um, I'd love to go over your, your magics available to you, and maybe we could work something out. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of magic were you looking for? I don't know if lightning is going to strike me for being too meta right now. You need to put a new god in this universe called Meta that just strikes after like <laughs> Metatron. Um, Metatron in his cube. <laughs> he just hits you with a D6. Um, and, I, and I flip through flip through my notes and I'm like, have you heard of the spell um, Augury? Uh, yes, it is a thing we did learn about uh, in the Wayfinders. I mean, that might be a way to contact a deity. Maybe even know if we're taking a good course of action here. Well, perhaps. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other spells I'm familiar with. Uh, what's the... What's the... Oh, what's... God damn it. Help me out, Miska. The, the, the spell that does what? Commune. Do you have commune, or is that... That might be higher level, level, actually. Higher level. That's a, yeah, fifth level, which I don't think I have yet. No, I don't think I, I have. I mean... <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Call me in, like, ten levels? Well, I mean, you can you can kind of, like, change which rituals you perform every day, right? Yes, I can do that, of course. Well, I mean, perhaps Augury is in... Maybe you could call your god and say, mm-hmm. Hey, tell me about this god. Is it okay? You know what I mean? Yes, I suppose I could uh, prepare Augury for tomorrow and maybe get to the bottom of things. I don't think we get... a. It's not the most powerful connection you can have with your deity, but it's something. That sounds good to me. It sounds like we need something right now. It was good talking to you, Jack. Arr, thank you for the insight. Quite enlightening. All right, I think that's a good place to end it for this week. So in uh, the coming voyage, um, Zachariah and Mitsuka and Jack can kind of brainstorm a little bit more about spells they might use to untangle some of this. This has been the Kaleidosphere, to whom the sea belongs. Thank you for joining us on this epic voyage. Uh, If you're enjoying uh, sailing along with us, then please do all the things, hit all the buttons, give us all the stars. We would really appreciate that. Um, Also, we would love to, like, actually start hearing from you, so please um, hop on the Discord or follow us on Twitter or uh, just send us an email if you're old-fashioned, and that's totally fine. We will... uh, respond to you promptly um i check the email frequently and we're all on the discord and twitter so uh yeah you can easily get in in touch with us that way links for all of that are at linktree slash the kaleidosphere this campaign is dedicated to brandon who we hold in loving memory to whom the sea belongs is a campaign set in the kaleidosphere that's kale like the vegetable ido ido sphere join us next week as the party continues their sail toward west danica God damn it, look what you've done.